Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack Liner Press Podcast on the Weird Network where we discuss how Tom's drinking coffee and I've got hot cocoa. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the ghost of Christmas past. (gasps) Who is that? Ebenezer Scrooge, I have come for you. You, you are the spirit, sir, whose coming was foretold me? I am that spirit. Who, who, what are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. Long past? No, your past. That's a clip from what I believe to be the 1939 radio adaptation of A Christmas Carol with Orson Welles and Lionel Barrymore. And for those who still somehow don't know what it's about, well, it's a story about an old miser named Scrooge who receives on Christmas Eve four spirits in his chambers. This version definitely one of my favorite tellings of the tale. And I think it's I think that I've listened to it now about 10 years every Christmas Eve. Uh, But tonight, as part of our four-part series this month on the ghosts of uh, Christmas that haunt Scrooge, we're going to be talking about the second ghost in the carol. But before we dig more into the ghost of Christmas past, I wanted to mention our sponsor of the show, the Nightmare 365 Podcast, which you can find at Nightmare365.com. Over there at Nightmare, Matt explores the unexplained, the mysterious, and spookiness that lives among us. And Greg just finished pitching his ice fishing shelter on New Jersey's frozen blue hole. He's got his ice chisel, fishing pole, (laughs) he's strung some bait on the line, and he's ready to angle some fat, tasty trout. Yeah, but he's probably not going to even go close to that blue hole because he gets he gets scared when he gets close to it. So it's very true. He'll have his bathing suit. He'll be on the edge of it. He'll say something about it smelling. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll tr- Maybe if it's iced over, he will go out there. I don't know. Maybe he'll jump in if it's iced over because then he won't actually have to go in. I don't know. But Matt did say that he had his, uh, his ice fishing gear, the chisel and the pole, and he's going to you know, try and uh, get some, some goodies. So out of there. Maybe he'll even pull up the Jersey Devil. I don't know. But definitely check out their podcast. They discuss uh, case files into the unknown, UFOs, monsters, urban legends, folklore, conspiracies, the, the Blue Hole, and more. So check them out and be sure to subscribe to their YouTube channel, which we'll link in the show notes. But yeah, Tom, the ghost of Christmas past. Um, did you find a lot on this? Actually, this is probably going to be... I'm. I'm, I'm... I'm guessing between this one and the Ghost of Christmas Present is is probably the biggest challenge of finding stuff. However, I did find a lot of stuff, but not as easily as Marley and you know the 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 Ghost of Yet to Come. So, yeah, definitely this one was a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um well, I'm ready to go. I mean, I have my hot cocoa um, you have coffee, huh? Actually, I have coffee in the Santa Claus mug that mom got us, uh, or mom got me, uh, several years ago. It was probably like maybe 10 or 15 years ago. 
Is it and, a big uh, mug? Because I have a Santa yeah. Claus one, but it's a small mug. It's I can't no, really do anything huge. with it. This thing oh, is huge. Man, see, that's what I need to get. Right now I'm drinking out of out of my ask me about my dad jokes mug. Oh yeah, no. I, all through December, I I pile drive this uh, this mug. Like I <laughs> I have I put everything in it. I put eggnog in it. I put coffee in it. I put tea in it. It's just I. What about hot cocoa? Used. Well, yeah, I'll do hot cocoa too. But that's when we're watching the Polar Express and the hot chocolate song comes on. You know, you gotta yeah, have you your, gotta do that. Your hot gotta chocolate. Do, yeah, so I, I gotta get a dang Christmas mug, a better Christmas mug. I've I've one that's not. It's like I said, it's tiny. You might you might as well put like espresso in it. <clears throat> but anyway, you ready to uh, to get into this this one? Yeah, let's jump in. All right, well, without further ado, let's dig in. So, The Ghost of Christmas Past, obviously, comes from Charles Dickens' novella Christmas Carol from 1843, or what he called A Christmas Carol in Prose, being a ghost story of Christmas. Now, The Ghost of Christmas Past is the first of three spirits to visit Scrooge following Jacob Marley's visit, of course, who, according to Fandom.com, haunts the miser Ebenezer Scrooge in order to prompt him to repent. The Ghost of Christmas Past shows Scrooge scenes from his past that occurred on or around Christmas in order to demonstrate to Scrooge the the necessity of changing his ways as well as to show the reader how Scrooge came to be the person he was and his particular dislike for Christmas. Most of the events which negatively affected Scrooge occurred around the the Christmas holiday season. According to Dickens' novel, The the Ghost of Christmas Past appears to Scrooge as a white-robed androgynous figure, that's partly male and partly female in appearance, of indeterminate age. He had on his head a blazing light, reminiscent of a candle flame. He carried with him a metal cap made in the shape of a candle extinguisher. While the ghost is often portrayed as a woman in most dramatic adaptations, Dickens describes the ghost of Christmas past only as it. Typically, this is my least favorite spirit in all the adaptations. Uh, yeah, I think if mine if, too. Yeah, like I think last year, so when we did our podcast on ghostly Christmas carols, I think you even chose the just the description in the book as your favorite ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, um, and I, I and chose... I still stand by that now, uh, just because I think I think my imagination, you know, went a little bit more with the book than anything else. Yeah, I mean, based on that description, it's hard to. I think it would be hard to create a spirit that's cool from that description. So, like, your imagination can kind of hide what would not be cool about that ghost. I think um, the one that I picked, if I remember correctly, and it would definitely be what I would pick right now, is the the one from the 1988 film Scrooge. He was like a cab driver, and I just thought he was a cool character. But I also liked the radio version, which we played a piece of at the head of the show for some reason that ghost or that voice is just so ghostly and then Jiminy Cricket in 1983's Mickey's Christmas Carol was a good one but I mean if you look at some of the adaptations I mean Wilma 
played the Ghost of Christmas Past in, in 1994's Flintstones Christmas Carol. Um, Gary Coleman played him in a, in a 2003 TV version. In Smurfs, A Christmas Carol from 2011, Smurfette plays the character. In Bah Humduck, A Looney Tunes Christmas from 2006, Granny and Tweety Bird play the character. Yeah, it's it's. I went through a whole list. So on a fandom page, they actually have a bunch of portrayals of the spirit in film and TV. And I was kind of going through them, and it's like every single one of them was kind of underwhelming, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna put a link to that in the show notes, so everyone can kind of listen to that and or listen to it, so they can click on that. And uh, and just see some of the the portrayals of of the spirit, um, see what they think. But uh, but yeah, that's what I have for uh, the my brief history on a ghost of Christmas past. So yeah, one thing that I wanted to bring up first before I jump into the powers and abilities was there's this neat thing on a website called thoughtco.com, and I didn't link this in my um, in my notes to you, Mike, but it's just a quote. Uh, that's, that's from one of the movies. There, there are some of the famous quotes, um, and the ghost of Christmas past. It says, after reliving his past and seeing his kindly former mentor, Fezziwig, Scrooge is overwhelmed. He tells the ghost, uh, spirit says Scrooge in a broken voice, remove me from this place. And then the spirit says, I told you these were shadows of things that have been, said the ghost. That they are what they are, do not blame me. And I think that that's neat quote because everything that that Scrooge gets to see uh, is is everything he lived already, and so he's upset at the ghost for for showing him all this stuff that he's screwed up. You know, like the relationship with the, with that that uh, his girlfriend there, or I think it was his fiance. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, and, and he messes everything up, but it's still scary sometimes to go back and look at the things that were from the past. But well, um, yeah, I just there's was... so much truth in that, because how many times do you get mad and you're really not and you, you take it out on someone else or something else? But really what you're mad at is yourself. I mean, that's that's yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's really what that happens regularly there's so many times i get pissed off and i'm and i'm getting pissed at at something but what you know when it really comes down to it yeah you're just pissed at yourself for doing something stupid and that's exactly what he's he's doing he's taking it out on the spirit but he just knows he screwed up his life yeah exactly but yeah so i thought that was kind of neat and then to, to go into the powers and abilities like i said last time you know i mean i can go off on ghosts and stuff, which I kind of did in the Marley episode. But for this one, they actually have a a whole write-up on him for at Disney.Fandom.com. And, you know, they go into the, to the different feature films. Apparently, there was a DuckTales uh, version of The Christmas Carol uh, in 2017, which that was kind of shocking to me. Oh, um, huh. Other names that he goes by is is spirit. His personality is philosophical, caring, kind, compassionate, patient, persistent, and obviously annoying to Scrooge. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, Jiminy Cricket played that in Mickey's Christmas Carol. 
So one of the powers Wait, that I he? actually oh because that? he's caring and all yeah he's like the conscience yeah. yeah it's like his conscience from Pinocchio yeah um, but the powers and abilities that I found on this page is that he becomes a firework if extinguished with his own flame retardant and and it was kind of I never even really remember that but doesn't doesn't Jiminy Cricket like spark up or something when he gets upset or and then he like remember and when you said annoying was jim i don't remember that spirit ever being annoying except in maybe the scrooge version because that character's always like so low-key typically so i don't know how it's how they describe him as that but i don't remember the jim him well yeah and then he um he it says his fate is extinguished with his own flame retardant by Ebenezer Scrooge. So I'm going to have to go back and and watch that cuz that would be kind of like a weakness. So he is yeah, you know I don't, in that remember that. I mean, and I've I watched it last year. I mean, I've seen it a million times. But uh yeah, I'm going to have to watch it again either. and see, yeah. Huh. But yeah, even in the 2015 one, you know, he's a flame and then I don't remember how he exits the stage. I I just thought maybe he just goes away because it's like, you know, but I don't remember him, like, extinguishing him, like, go away or anything. So uh, yeah, ma- maybe he does. I just don't remember it because maybe I just wasn't paying attention, you know, to how he exits. I was waiting, you know, for the next uh, ghost to come in. But so those were, those were the powers and abilities. There's nothing else on anything and obviously his goal is to you know show scrooge his past one of the uh the famous quotes by the ghost of christmas past though is rise and walk with me um which i think is kind of neat but uh you know like i said for the most part a lot of these a lot of these uh creatures monsters ghosts whatever you want to call them um they don't have like a ton of of powers and abilities outside of what I had mentioned in our Marley, um, you know, episode. But I did did come across a couple of neat things that I think uh, are just fun. So the first thing I want to bring up is I was I, I wanted to see if they did anything in World of Warcraft because you had mentioned it last time, and they, <laughs> and they actually have no, a dude, you kidding ghost. Me? Yeah, a ghost of the past. It's not the ghost of Christmas past, but it's a ghost of the past. But I just, when I looked it up, because I was laughing when I looked this up, and when it came up in there, the ghost of the past, obviously that could be anything, but it was just funny that that I was able to, to find something. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, I wish there would, I wish there would be, I was trying to find like some sort of story about the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future. Like we know who Marley is, where he came from, you know, that, he, that, you know, he basically was like Scrooge and you had to pay for his sins. Like you were talking about last week, he was kind of in between like, you know, life and, you know, heaven or hell or whatever. He was like in this weird place that he had to like redeem himself but where do where do these ghosts of christmas past present and yet to come where do they come from and what what you know 
were they human before and they're suffering the same way they have to do some sort of something to to move on or it doesn't seem like that that's what they are it seems like they're permanently you know just ghosts that are doing these lessons i don't know but i couldn't well, see, find that's, anything that's where i i go back it depends on how you are portraying the story because if you're thinking in your mind that he's actually being you know visited by by these ghosts well then yeah then there's there's more of a of a storyline there but he could also be dreaming it all yeah and which i don't like to think of it as that way i want to i want to yeah, believe that the ghosts are either. really there yeah same here i mean i would much rather it's more interesting to me to actually have them there and then they go and do all that stuff but they he never really states in in his novel that uh, you know, he was dreaming or not, but he did it all in one night and he was going to bed, you know, right, right before. So, I mean, it's always that thing in the back of your mind, like, oh, well, maybe he was dreaming the whole time and then he just was fixed, but I don't know. Um, but I did find, and I'll, we'll put this at link in the show notes on Etsy, there is a mix, uh, Mickey Christmas Carol's bunch of toys, and they have oh, you know that's the Christmas cool. past, present, and future, or yet to come, I guess. Um, but it's only uh, sixty-seven dollars and ninety-six cents, and it's obviously something old because uh, they call it a vintage mix, Mickey Christmas Carol's toy figures of Disney's Ghost of the Past, Present, and Future box set uh, by Memory Lane for Disney and. And Kmart, Kmart, which I don't even think yeah, they're see, even in business It looks anymore. like when they sold this thing, it was probably like one of those sets, those figure sets that you get for like 20 bucks at the Disney store. And now someone's like, well, oh, no yeah. one has this, so let's mark it up to 70 bones. But again, yeah. if you look at those three spirits, neat, though. they are neat, but which one is the worst? Freaking Jiminy Cricket. Oh, out of all of them? Ghost of Christmas Past. It's always... Yeah the most underwhelming spirit in every adaptation well i mean if you're looking for you know ones that make like the the big stamp you know i mean the christmas present i mean he's loud and obnoxious and you know he demands your attention and then of course obviously christmas yet to come is death so you know um you know that, that one's guy's pretty scary neat, in itself that that character in Mickey's Christmas Carol, he's neat. Uh, that little dog, dude, the robe and everything. It's like, there even the the costume design on those guys is neat. Whereas Jiminy Cricket is like straight out of, you know, Pinocchio. There's nothing really different about him. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I found something else too, and I won't go through this whole list. But uh, on on uh, CBR.com, I found 10 comic books that reference a kiss, uh, a Christmas Carol, <laughs> a Christmas Carol. <laughs> and I mean, I was I was kind of shocked that they're even in comic books. They have references like Teen Titans number 13. Uh, they have something that references a Christmas Carol. The Outsiders number five references a Christmas Carol. Even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in comic uh, number 89 references a Christmas Carol. It's got to easily be one of the most adapted stories. 
because oh, they're, yeah. still, and, and, they're still making versions of it. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, in The Goon number 10, even they even have something called Zombies, A Christmas Carol. Oh, like it's what? Old, z- zombies are, are, and it's made by... Um, by Marvel Zombies, but dude, even the the picture on there is sweet. And then uh, I need to get the that. Spectre, is that on Amazon? I don't know. I mean, it's very possible. I didn't go into like further detail of like trying to find it, but zombies. Christmas. And then the last one they had was was Batman Noel. I guess they combines Dickens classics uh, with Batman uh, mythos type stuff. So it, dude, it's just crazy. On what oh, you could find when you start digging. I don't think this is what you're looking at, but there's a book called It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Zombies, a book of zombie Christmas carols, which oh, I'm geez. putting on my list right now. That's not it, but... <laughs> but then there was list. another... There was a book that I had found on Amazon. We'll put this in the show notes as well. It's called Ghosts of Christmas Past, but instead of it being like in reference to the Dickens, it's an actual collection uh, of modern and classic Christmas ghost stories. Uh, but it was kind of, it's all about like the ghosts of Christmas in the past rather than, you know, referencing Charles Dickens stuff. And then just hmm. to throw it in there, because I found it. Um, there, there is actually a book called The Ghost of Christmas Past and Molly Murphy Mystery. I don't know anything about this. Apparently it came out uh, in 2018. You can get a paperback for $16.99. I think it's more of a just a mystery. It talks about when I was reading the description, this woman goes to some place on Christmas Eve and uh, some little girl ran away like 10 or 15 years prior to that day. And never came back. And on Christmas Eve, she walks up and 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 knocks on the door, and comes back. So it's probably a neat story, uh, but n- once again, not referencing, you know, Charles Dickens stuff. All right. Well, for movies, TV, and books, um, I'm gonna do what I did last week, which is just recommend our podcast that we did last year on ghostly Christmas carols, um, where we talked about a lot of our favorite carols. And uh, including the the original book itself by Charles Dickens. Um, We're going to put a link to the uh, episode in our show notes so that you can just click on that. Because like I said, we we talked about all kinds of of different versions. And and that's where if you want to, you know get some good info, uh, we definitely broke broke down a lot of them. If you're in Transylvania and you're looking for the ghost of Christmas past, then you're going to want to take an evening stroll through the foggy old London-like gaslight quarter in downtown Transylvania, which is a uh, wonderful haven for ghosts filled with phantoms, and uh, it's a great place to check out, but you're only going to be able to check it out if you get our book Transylvania Traveler, which you can get at jackolanternpress.com. All right, it's time for our trick-or-treat bags where Tom and I share something cool we've been checking out during this last week. So, uh, Tom, what have you been checking out? What do you got in your trick-or-treat bag? So, I I was looking, you know, just at all the different games and, and whatnot 
that were for sale on Steam. And I ended up coming across this game called Dark. And it's not D-A-R-K, it's D-A-R-Q. And if you look at this dang trailer, it, it is freaky looking. But it says, Dark tells a story of Lloyd, a, bo- a boy who finds himself in the middle of a lucid nightmare. Unable to wake up, Lloyd has to face his fears and decipher the meaning of the dream. And the way that this, it's so dark. Uh, and if you watch this trailer, Mike, it this thing is really cool looking. Uh, and I'm thinking about getting it. It, I guess it released August 15th of 2019 by a developer called Unfold Games. And the reviews are pretty outstanding. Uh, and the game is only uh, 20 bucks. Um, so I... I'm definitely gonna gonna get this and probably play through it when I'm done playing all the other games that I have going right now. Um, but this looks really neat, so definitely check it out. I I wanted to share it just because it was a different sort of uh, kind of game, um, and it has like that sort of scary, darkish, nightmarish sort of setting to it. So it's pretty neat. But that's what I had in my trick or treat bag today. Nice. Well, I have two things. One is just really quick because um, tonight is 11 more days till Christmas. So I just wanted to mention the uh, the Abbott and Costello uh, Colgate Comedy Hour Christmas special, which I believe yeah. aired December 14th, 1952. It should be right. But the opening number in that production was a song or is a number called 11 more days till christmas so tom and i this was i think back in the early 80s you actually got me for christmas we were kids but you bought me um this abbott and costello vhs tape christmas special and from that point on i wouldn't say every christmas but for many christmases every time on the 14th we would we would watch this thing because the opening song was 11 more days till christmas um and we so did you watch it last year tom yeah and yeah I, me too i'm watching it uh, well i'm gonna watch it this year too but, yeah as soon as we're uh, done with this you know with this show i'll throw it on. it on so Dude, uh, even but, even if even if i am am at the very last or at the very most uh, or I, I guess it's very least I will throw on that first song and just watch that if I run out of time. But most of the time I get it on there and even if I'm halfway watching it, I'll just throw it on and watch it. Uh, yeah, just it's because just it's a, a neat, tradition. It's a neat tradition, but there's some good skits in there where, uh, uh, Costello's making a turkey and, hijinks ensue and there's one where they're delivering christmas items to a house there's some funny stuff um good good little skits in there it's you know fun old-time comedy but anyway that wasn't my trick-or-treat item i just wanted to bring that up because it is 11 more days till christmas um my trick-or-treat i am bag item today or tonight is um it's a movie that came out in 2015 called A Christmas Horror Story, which I have not seen, but I was looking at uh, Nightmare 365's 
Twitter page and uh, Matt put up something, you know, which would win, Krampus or A Christmas Horror Story. And I thought, oh, what the heck is that? But it's this 2015 Canadian anthology horror film. Um, and it looks pretty cool. There's a review from Amazon by someone named Pumpkin Man who gave it four out of five stars and said, Christmas Horror Story will definitely become a holiday cult classic sometime down the road along with Black Christmas and Silent Night, Deadly Night. This is the Christmas equivalent to Trick or Treat. There are four different interwoven stories. And others described it as awesome and hilarious. And so I feel like I just need to see it. The cover's really cool. It's got Krampus and Santa Claus and like Mortal Kombat. And uh, it looks pretty cool. So definitely something I'm going to try and check out here. But yeah, that's about that's about it. Uh, anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? No, I think that'll do it. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, Go to jackolanternpress.com. You can also call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show at 323-761-0276. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and review. It's a big help for the podcast, and we'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you for joining us, and we'll meet up again soon with more ghosts of A Christmas Carol in the Pumpkin Patch. And now, from Hollywood, the Abbott and Costello Show. Shopping, shopping, everybody's shopping, and having more days to Christmas. Hopping, hopping, everybody's hopping, and having more days to Christmas. All our friends and relations are down on the list. Someone we know is not to be missed. Stop it, stop it. There's some happy stopping. Eleven more days to.